You also get a fifteen. Oh, is that the guy that, that does the um the infomercials? Yeah, I know Ron. I know Ron. I'm on a first name basis with Ron. Uh, so me and Ron. Yeah. Whoa. No, this was terrible. This is awful. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Welcome to May the Zoo be with you, America's favorite TCG podcast. This is our third take, but we're still on the first print run of May the Zoo be with you. We're you still on 1.0. The joke was 1.0. Not you don't mess with you, is that is that Prime? Are you drinking Prime? No, it's not. That would be really funny. It's just Monster Hydra. Hey, wait. Why do you have bottles of Monster there? This is, is delicious. Yeah, it's like delicious. It's like a water instead of like a caffeinated thing. It's great. Wait, there is no universe that does not have caffeine. None. Oh, sorry. Uh, I meant bubbled, like carbonated. Yeah. Anyway. Wait, so it's a flat Monster drink? Yeah, it's like a Gatorade, but Monster. It's God. Great. Your kidney stones are going to be the size of West Virginia. <laughs> All right, everyone. Welcome to May the Zoopy with you, a TCG podcast uh, where we are sponsored by Prime by Logan Paul. And uh, <laughs> uh, we are going to talk about Fab 2.0. Uh, my name is Louie from Kitchen Table TCG. This is George this. from No, that was in one and take one and two. <laughs> this is George from Compete Sport, America's number two LGS behind only uh, Bill. Bill at Reaper. Um, here we go. We're going to talk about Rudy's Free Tacos and the Monarch Print Run. We're going to talk about what a Fab stupid 2- title. <laughs> it was your idea. It's a Fab 2.0, the combo pack. We're going to talk about Fab 2.0, White Borders. We're going to talk about Fab 2.0, Living Legend. We're going to talk about Sorcery and other Kickstarter games. And then we are going to talk about MetaZoo at the end. So let's hop in. That's a heart. Uh, okay. This this first part, we love Rudy's free tacos. Just a, a recap of last episode. No, it's not. Louis, it's bad for you. <laughs> this is a clarification. Okay. Rudy, Doctor Rudy, Esquire. Is this because you called him an asshole? Yes, <laughs> Doctor Rudy Esquire. I'll add some more titles later if it makes him feel better. Is not the reason your monarch. Uh skyrocketed and went to zero some people took it at that and that is not accurate that's fair i appreciate that he's going to make things right with his patrons that were overcharged candidly i still don't love the price i told him that privately and publicly that's fine nothing but love for rudy but there is one company in particular that is to blame for this now there's others who who lobbied on who piled on and made the bright boxes too expensive but there's one company in particular that was to blame and it was his birthday a couple days ago happy birthday um (laughs) I think that is the person who should be refunding some money to customers. And I think a certain card game company should be publicly asking them to do so. Mm, I like it. Never going to happen. But I like Never going to happen. But just like me on diets, one can hope. I'm on a diet too. I just had a candy bar <laughs> and a monster. Energy. How many calories are in that monster energy drink? I don't know. 110. Not bad. How many servings are in that drink? One. One bottle. I did not. Okay. I thought it was gonna be like 18, yeah, ser- eight, 18 servings. But I had a candy bar that had you know, probably 500 calories. So, um, all right. So, uh, yeah. And I, uh, I mean, like Rudy leaving a comment saying he was gonna, he's, there's yeah. gonna be a video. I'm, I'm, we still haven't seen that video. This is Wednesday that we're shooting this. So, uh, we still haven't okay, seen it. Okay. It's coming out on Thursday. This comes out Thursday. Are we putting this out Thursday? Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe. <laughs> 
We'll see what Davis goes at. Uh, we'll know if Louis did his homework or not. You can tell us in the comment section. <laughs> what day are you listening to? Uh, but yeah, no, like I thought, I think like Rudy doing something is, I don't think that was, I don't know if it was necessary. It definitely it shows, necessary. definitely shows Rudy like um, cares about his customers. Yeah. Um, I'm not shocked by that at all. Like, no, no. I think, I mean, like, I don't know. Rudy gets a very mixed uh, rap, and I don't. I never know exactly how fair that is. To be candid, um, Mike, you can hear me, right? Yeah, yeah. Have the other thing plugged in. Um, I, I he he does well by his patrons. He charges market for hot products, and I wish he wouldn't do that. I'll say that publicly. But like, I get it. I also get it. Like, I remember, like, you know, it's funny. Like, I remember I gained a whole new appreciation for him during Monarch because. I charged way below market for Monarch, and all I got every day was 85,000 fracking emails yes. asking me, hey, have you put up your boxes yet? When are you put up more boxes? Do you have any more boxes? Hey, my yeah. niece's aunt's grandmother's cat died. Can I please have a box? It's the only thing that will make me feel better. And I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, you guys have to stop emailing me. Yeah, I remember our conversation about that. It was like as soon as you get you gave away boxes to your skirmish or i mean skirmish whoever played in your skirmish got boxes super cheap yeah like people were super appreciated and then i remember having a conversation of like but it just you give an inch you people try to take a mile well like they were like i gave everybody a box of market 125 when the market price at that point was like 400 and i can't count the number of emails i got saying hey thank you so much for the monarch box can i have a case instead can i get a case yeah yeah I'll even, even like I'll pay one fifty for a case per box for a case instead, and it's like, come on, dude. Like you guys don't. Anyway, yeah, we gotta keep going. Uh, so yeah. I get why I get why Rudy does what he does. We love Rudy. We think that the other online card shop that's live should follow hint, Rudy's hint, footsteps. Should no bull. They could do more than Rudy. I don't know what Rudy's doing, but whatever he's doing, they could do five x because they're the ones that got 5x the boxes and jacked up the price and played these games. And if yeah. they don't make it right, I think LSS should call on them to do so. Yep. All right. I agree. Fab 2.0 is not that, though. No. All right. Fab 2.0, the combo pack. So we're going to split this up. There's a lot of stuff in the article. Um, there's a lot of things to talk about. We're going to start off and talk about retiring first edition. For Part one, retiring first edition. Uh, congratulations to us. They basically took an idea that we had. Yeah. You're welcome, James White. <laughs> Send him a bill. Is that um let me ask you a question, James. Is that why why your favorite podcast? <laughs> you can write in the comment section below. Uh so like I think this is um yeah, I mean like I it's kind of fun to like look back on. I, I wish we had like a list of things that we suggested in the podcast that actually came true. Really I cool. also wish we were on like somebody better's channel who kept better track of things. <laughs> but somebody would have to do that. I'm out of work and I don't have time. So We'll see Somebody would have to be a good day. YouTuber. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been talking about first edition unlimited. There's a problem. Uh, yep. and there has been a problem. Yeah. We we toyed around with a lot of ideas. Yep. Um, I think what one we actually ended up coming to was not the one that they went with, which no. is but the for me, the issue here, the good thing here is that they there was a problem and that they are working on a solution and that they they identified a problem and that they have presented a solution. Yeah. And so basically, if you live under a rock, they're getting rid of first edition unlimited. There's just going to be one printing or, or sorry, there's just going to be one product. Um, and that's a very important distinction. There's just going to be one product and it's going to have cold foils and um, 
rainbow foils. The cold foils for legendaries are one in every 220 packs. I wrote the same thing. The down. cold foil for rainbow foil legendaries no. is one in every 80 packs. Um, so, so basically, basically, you should still get one legendary per case. But hold on, boo boo. But the cold foil legendaries got a lot harder to pull. Um, yeah, but the overall legendary pull rate actually got easier. Right. Which is I mean, nice. It got Not a little, little bit easier. It got a little I bit mean, easier, uh, which is nice. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll talk about this in the last part, but yes, yeah. I agree. So far, so far, you and I, simpatico. Yeah. No, like, this is good. This is, I think this is, um, this I, is I good. I will say, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Nicole. I'm sorry. No, no go, I apologize. Go, go. I apologize. Okay, I'll go. So I will say, like, in classic, like, they phrased it very weirdly to me. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, and I, I told somebody this yesterday. I'm like, if they had said they were getting rid of Unlimited, people would have been fine with this. But they phrased this, we're getting rid of first. And there's no real difference between getting rid of Unlimited and getting rid of first because there's still just one printing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think, like, you know, so for my fellow collectors, which we're going to talk about in a minute, don't view this as getting rid of first edition. View this as getting rid of Unlimited because it's the same, same thing. Basically. Well, they, they basically say there's no differentiation between first and unlimited. They're simply uprising, which is a new there's set. No, well, Yay, uprising. We should have celebrated that. <laughs> I, no, I'm not celebrating names. I'm not celebrating names. <laughs> okay. Not going to happen. So um, here, here's uh, here's what I like about this. Okay. I, I like that um, players get the product at the same time. We've talked about this, that uh, like that was an issue with Monarch for sure. It was a little bit of an issue with Tails. Much less of an issue here with Everfest. Um, but like the idea that like players don't have to worry about waiting if they want the cheapest version. They don't have to worry about waiting. They get their cards now i think that's a huge win um i think that's good for the collectors um i honestly don't like this for new sets for collectors i think that it makes it a little bit awkward to be like hey i'm gonna open boxes to pull cold foils because the rest of your boxes are not gonna have much value don't do that yeah buy buy them on the secondary um and and don't buy them the first week on secondary i mean like so Here's been the way I've heard it from people. I've now talked to about 12 stores. I've now talked to probably about 30 collectors and probably 20 players. Players overall pretty happy. Yeah. As I expected. Mm-hmm. Yep. Except with one product we'll talk about in a minute. Um, col- old collectors, OGs like me, who have a lot of old cold foils from the first couple sets, they're happy. Yep. Cards certainly picked up yesterday in price a lot for the first three sets and cold foil in particular. Um, the newer collectors are pretty bummed. And I think this is a misunderstanding. Um, whales like sealed product. You're not going to help. Misunderstanding, misunderstanding from on LSS's part. No, no, no. I think on like, on, I don't, I have no idea if they misunderstand it too, but like on like the comment section, I noticed this yesterday. If you're like, oh, collectors will love this. Now there's like less cold foil legendaries. I'm like, well, a lot of collectors like sealed. Also, you can't convince me there's less cold foil. This is what I, this is going to be my, you continue yours and then we'll talk stores are very mixed yeah um and it's funny and like and this is and this is where i let me be very clear here like i think the change of going to one box is fine i support i I was my beautiful idea um you're welcome lss um don't no 
No, you you pipe down. It's certainly our idea. No. If I carry the podcast, I carry the ideas. Also, it's like we're really the only one making content that's helping create solutions to problems rather than just saying everything's okay. And we came up with like 15 different solutions. So like we kind of threw everything in the ring. So it's not really like, come on, don't you take credit for like a very easy solution. (laughs) Continue. I know you want to stroke your ego, but I can't let you have it all the time. Continue. So the stores are telling me that this is, let me walk this back. Half the stores are very excited about this. Um, They're like, this might cut down on some distribution games. This might cut down on some card shop, not something live games, maybe. We're going to talk about that in a minute. I agree with you, but we're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, So maybe we'll get more into easier allocations. Uh, the other half are like, listen, the whole point of first edition was to basically put pressure on customers to buy fast. You wanted yeah. the first print run to come out. It has all the good cards, all the expensive cards. Uh, you want them to buy immediately. Yep. That's gone now. And they're like, mm-hmm. this might not help because of the timing. Because card prices, and you do the market updates, uh, they weren't booming, I would right. say. Uh, they were going the opposite opposite of booming. Mm-hmm. So they're like, now where there's even less pressure on customers to buy and the market's kind of in a funk, is this gonna get is this gonna hurt overall sales? I don't know. I I don't know. Like I I tend to I tend to think that going to one box is okay. I like it. Um I I get where that store is I get where those stores are coming from. I'd say probably five sent that to me, maybe six. I, I get where they're coming from. I, I tend to think that that's a problem that they can solve. Um, like we'll have release events. We'll have, we'll have a whole bunch of hoopla round uprising. Um, I might do a cosplay thing. This uh, like, you know, that the, was a joke. I'm not doing the, cosplay. This, <laughs> this, uh, basically the pull rates for the legendary cold foils are now equal to a pull rate for a supplemental set legendary cold foil the difference is the difference is that the supplementary sets only had two legendaries or three legendaries and these will have your regular five or six legendaries so it makes it very difficult for people who want to have an opening experience to you know mass box you know like we a lot of us did for monarch and for tails so which is fine like again this is this is fine it's going to change the way people um, consume the product of flesh and blood. Um, I don't think you're going to see, you will still see the three or four people who want to do it and who have the capital to buy. Uh, you need like a hundred boxes now, basically hundred. I think you're going to need a hundred and I think you're going to need 120 boxes to kind of have a shot at hitting the cold foil fable, but you're not going to see most people. You're not going to see a lot of people do that. I, um, and that's going to lower the amount of boxes that stores will be able to sell on release. And then now here's the other thing. Everyone's telling me this is great for new collectors because uh, it makes the cold foils more rare. That is only true if they don't print more boxes. And I would venture to say if we now know Monarch's print was 125,000 boxes, I'm guessing Tales of Aria was 150 and they got a 20% increase. 
uh, like 150 to 160,000 boxes, puts Everfest at 200,000, and that has an unlimited. I would guess that the print run of this new set is going to be around 350 to 500,000 boxes. If you want Everfest Unlimited, DM me. I heard it might be allocated, but I can probably hook you up. Like I got your back. When when you increase the print run that much, I think um, you're, you're going to see the fabled coal foils. They're going to be abundantly in supply. I think. Um, I think that's true. I don't know. Like, what I think you can convince me of this might increase some value to cold foil leg uh, cold foil legendaries. Um, I, I won't be stunned by that. I also like I, I don't know. Like it's it's a different product. Like I think that's what people aren't. I think we're trying to jam yeah. our old understanding of boxes into these boxes. And it, I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah. I think it's just a new product. Yeah. But again, um, I wanna I wanna highlight it's good that they have produced a solution to the problem. I liked our solution a lot of doing this, but you get an opening day box topper, like a buy a box yeah. promo. And they might do that. They haven't announced there's no buy a box promos yet. Like they might, they might take another one of my brilliant ideas, and they should. Yeah, my ideas I like are always idea brilliant. Too. And you um, always claim them as yours. Well, they're always mine. I can't. Cl- I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> not true, but it's fine. Um, you know, so like, if they add buy a box promos, I think I'll feel a lot better about this because then there's that pressure to buy. Then yeah. it's like I gotta buy it the first month of release because that's when I get my buy a box promos. Um, you know, I think that's good. Um, I'm, we're going to talk about some of the issues we see with this at the end. Is that right in section three, or do you want to go over that now? With the whole article, or with the, the right now, we're talking about the combo pack. So if you, that's, that's so, I, you, you want to talk about the draft? Because I like the draft part. We can talk about the draft part. That's fine. I like the draft part. If you pull you it during what the draft, draft part, is beautiful. Yeah. When you're drafting and you pull a cold foil in a draft, you cannot utilize that card anymore in your draft pool. You just get to keep the card, it's in the token slot. Hopefully they don't leave the token slot at the back of the pack um, because that resulted in a lot of damaged cold foils from uh, Crucible first edition. Uh, but the the cold foil is um, no longer part of your draft pool, which I particularly like because it, it, it and the reason they did it is to protect the integrity of drafting where you don't just draft the most expensive card. There's a famous Magic the Gathering. I know. Uh, I know. Okay. He pulls a foil oh. Tom Tarmogoyf and he takes it even though he's not playing and he lost the he lost the the worlds because of that. And then he then people roasted on the internet. Then he was like, yeah. This is more than I make in a year. Go pound yeah. sand idiots. Yeah. But like, like that's the point. And I think that's that's a respectable reason I, to do it. So so it's very funny. I really liked that. That was my favorite thing they did to be candid. Mm. Um, my players were very mixed on it in a way that they caught me off guard. I liked that one. I liked that. That was my favorite change they made, honestly. But my players were pretty mixed, and I got to rethink it because I tend to think people who draft four times a week might know more about draft than somebody who does it once a quarter. <laughs> yes, yes, my fair. yes, my gut. I don't know. <laughs> That's fair. Um, their concern, and like I get this. Like I'll tell you, I'll tell you what they told me, and I, I can see where they're coming from. I'll use um, mask, which I saw you pull one of last night. I pulled a mask and a Techno Foundry heart for the same person. <laughs> they paid one ninety five for a mask and a Techno Foundry heart cold foil. Monda one k. Um, if you're opening a pack and you get a ma- and you get a cold foil mask, you want to play with it. Now, if you you've already play drafted everything for uh, for brew. If you're, if it's your third pack and you've drafted but, everything for, you okay, can't play I get with it. it. 
I get if it's your third pack, but what if it's your first pack? Then fine, but if it's your third pack, you're screwed. So this you're rule should only... Yeah, the you're screwed. you got to take a cold foil mask instead of the one card in this draft. That's a good point, Louie. <laughs> you also don't have to take it, might I add. Sure. I In our last draft I did, I opened up the hat from um, Tails, cold foil hat, uh-huh. uh, the ragamuffin. Mm-hmm. I took it first. That was my first pick. Yeah. And they were like, no, it's like a $7 card. I'm like, did I, did I ask you? Did I, did I, did I ask you to rate my draft, my, my draft skills? I'm, I'm value drafting, son. <laughs> anyway, I, I see. I either, lost. I see either argument to it, but it's not. My, I, like, I like it. I will say my players were, my players had a stronger reaction to it than I expected. And that's why I'm kind of reprocessing it. Yeah, that's fair. This is not going to be a fire episode. This is going to be a, man, this is kind of a confusing episode. Yeah, this is going to be like, yeah, we need some time to figure this out. Um, and we, Next I think week, we, we owe it. Heat. Not only that we need some time, we owe it to the game to let some of the stuff go. We will get into fire here pretty soon, though. Um, right now. Right, right now. now. Right now. Bring the heat, Louie. If you came for things we don't like, welcome to Fab 2.0 Whiteboarders. <laughs> All right. Before you fud it up. I'm not fudding it up. I'm this is a fantastic product for the international scene this is a completely irrelevant product for the united states (laughs) i i like you need to simmer down and let me finish before you go getting crazy on me okay i'm simmering (laughs) i'm down I like the idea of the product. Yeah. And here's what I like about it. I love the reprints. Yep. I love CNC's getting a reprint. I love um, Tunic's getting its third reprint or second reprint. I I guess third if you count gold. Uh, I love... I. You can't, Simmer. Convince me, you, Simmer. Can't, you can't convince me Skullcap's not in this. I, I hope it is. I yeah. hope it is. It is. We don't get the right to complain that cards are too expensive, then complain when they reprint them. I agree. I like the... I, like I have no the, problem with the reprints. I like the E-Strike is in there. And unlike Dr. Louie... God. You don't even know I, what I'm saying. You. I heard you last night fudding it up on your stream. I <laughs> I like the white borders. I'm alone. I'm alone yes, in this you're world. Alone. You're alone. I'm alone in the world, <laughs> and I will admit that to you. you Nobody can... else I have talked to out of the probably 60 calls I've taken in the last 12 hours, I'm tired. <laughs> you can enjoy your dirty white bordered cards with your finger stains all over them. And... I want them to have Kizzy Gordita crunch <laughs> all over the borders. Did you see the Ultra Pro um, Ultra yeah, Pro released uh, inner sleeves with black borders that they're bundling with this product? No okay. comment. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Oh my gosh. Here's I have so what many I things don't to like. say. I know. Here's what I don't like. And You're this gonna is where steal we're going to steal my stuff. Here's where we're going to firmly agree. This is criminally overpriced. Go ahead. Okay. So this is, this product, in my opinion, is so good for the international crowd. Like this is needed internationally. Um, it's absolutely great. I have uh, to our international fans and listeners, which is like almost fifty percent of our podcast. Do, what, it's New like seven, English, right? 
it's like 75 it's like 50 percent of my channel but i think you may have pissed off some of the international crowd with your usa <laughs> quotes anyway they can't handle this freedom <laughs> um, they can't handle this freedom th this product for those who have not had you know product is really good and it's needed and all the way through it's really good and needed you know uh, there are countries that need white bordered common cards <laughs> Those countries are not the United States of America. <laughs> like, oh, hold on, hold on. No country on earth needs. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Tell, find me a country. I, that I, 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 I send cards to people all the time. Yeah. So does everybody because no, like, yeah, I get it. But like, this is a product for LGSs around the globe. This is a good product. If you're not in the United States, here's why I don't think this is a good product for the United States. There are 480 cards in this product. There is of the, um, let me pull it up. So I don't butcher That's anything. That's not accurate. Just so we're clear. Oh, 427 cards in the set. Yeah. There are 62 majestics in the set. Okay. Which they must have upshifted any super rares to, to majestic. Or they did. Each one of those is a different version of CNC. That's what they're not telling you yet. <laughs> so, like in this pro, and there are nine legendaries. So, the my issue with this product is what we need reprinted in the United States. Again, I am speaking 100% from a US market. I think that this exact product should have been made and should have been distributed globally to the to the people who need it, but should not be a product in the United States. And mind you, this product, and everyone's like, this is a product made for the globe it's not history pack it's one not. is in english and yeah. it's and it's being produced most hypothetically it seems like it's a lot of it's coming to the united states now I, I will say before i go any further before i go any further they could put a legendary in every box and this is a better product this is a decent product um but based on what we know and based on history of flesh and blood and the pull rates and whatever, if they don't change the pull rates for legendaries and we have a similar thing that we have had in the past, this product is, it's not going to work. It it's too expensive. MSRP is $140, which makes map pricing $112. So for $112, for $112, you could buy two boxes of WTR unlimited from channel fireball, get a $30 back in store credit and two free grades and a pineapple and a pear tree as they send you a free box of Monarch unlimited, probably with the whole thing. So like, why would an LGS take this product, especially that they just dumped a ton of WTR unlimited on us. And they were like, Hey, it's all right. It's going to be sold out because we have WTR um, farewell events and it's going to be a hot product. It's going to be really in demand. So make sure you order your product now. And then they dumped another 4 billion boxes into distribution and now it's on clearance. So like, it doesn't make any sense in the U S market. Uh, in my opinion, what we needed in the U S market is a way to get the majestics and legendaries out in volume, super cheap, not like 30% cheaper. Like my gut is that this will not be opened enough that the, so, and, and that the legendaries and majestics will be pulled so difficultly that the card prices on these products will be like 30% less than the unlimited versions. And if that's the case, <laughs> A, the EV is still not 112 bucks on this product, and B, it doesn't lower the bar for players enough to actually make a difference. A better product, let me finish, and then you can give me all your stuff. A better product would have been like a 
small little booster box, five packs in it, no, no commons, no rares. It's not draftable anyway, so why why are there commons in this? No commons, no rares, five packs, one card, majestic or legendary. It's a $30 box, and one in every 10 box, I'm just, you know, you have to do the math, but one in every 10 boxes ha- packs has a legendary in it. You you print this so that the these wow. cards are ten to fifteen percent the price of their counterparts that are in, and it's easy and accessible for players. Go ahead. I know I just went on a tyrant. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, a tirade, not tyrant. You are a tyrant. That was a tirade. Um, I have one major problem. I I don't like the product as a whole. I think that's fair. I don't love it. It's too expensive. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, that, so there's two problems, right? One is it's way too expensive. Way too expensive. It doesn't solve the problems we're going to talk about in a minute here, but it doesn't solve the problem that I've highlighted. But like my biggest problem is there's no foils. God, you're, no. Who wants white bordered foils? You're the only person in the universe. You are the only person in the universe. I like the white borders. You and your your cult following in the comment section are the only person. You're like I, no, you know, me, I want, I want, on, I want on. cards with poop smeared on them. And your, let your me be very clear section. here like, to yes. my. Let me be very clear here to my to my beautiful beautiful souls in the comment section. You have no obligation to support white borders just because I do. I know I'm alone <laughs> in the universe on this one. White I know oils, one man stand. Um, but I I don't. Here, here's why I don't like the non foils. Like this is just a worse version of Unlimited. Yes, it is a hundred percent. It's a worse it and now more way expensive. More expensive. Version. Yes, and more expensive and, for the stores. Yeah, to, to carry to have on your shelf. I much rather have two boxes of WTR Unlimited on my shelf that can be drafted in the store and can be used for other support than one box of this. That like, eh, who's gonna really want it? Um. This doesn't solve I don't know. It, like, this. The only way this can solve the problem is if they really increase the pull rates of yeah. legendaries and majestics. Yeah, if that's I, the case, I wait. Hold on, boo boo. I agree with legendaries. I mean, like, I don't know. I, I don't know. We'll see. I will say that, like, I will tell you, I put in my order yesterday for it, and my distro immediately called me because he thought I made a mistake because I ordered a certain number and he thought I left off either one or two zeros and was stunned when I told him that that was the right number. Yeah. Um, I guess I don't think this is going to, I don't think I don't barring something crazy. I don't see this flying. This could be a great product in a year. If they were to release this in one year. So let me get into, I think the biggest, because the next set of this releases in 2024. Oh gosh. You're so hung up on this. I am. So here is the issue I have with that. When we started Flesh and Blood, we were promised no power creep, right? That was the thing. It was an eternal format. There was going to be, there, you know, he openly called out power creep, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. There has been a pretty good amount of power creep over the last year, like an incredible amount of power creep over the last year. There's a reason you don't see a lot of Alpha or, or Welcome to Wraith or Arcane Heroes in uh, the top eight anywhere. Uh, like Starvo is just an objectively better bro. Starvo Prism Chain. Bingo. Visra is there. Visra is OG. But it's yes, Visra with 80%. Shane. It's Visra with 80% Monarch and right. uh and Tails cards. Yeah, he runs Rosetta, right? Yeah. Me. 
mainly Monarch to 1K. Um, so, like, there's been a lot of power creep. So I think, like, I'm hoping, my hope is that they're saying we're going to release the set every two years is because they're going to tone down that power creep considerably. Because that's the only reason you need any of the old cards. If all the old cards are unplayable, you don't care. But, like, C and C is still probably perfectly fair. E-Strike is still fair. Um, You know, certainly Tunic is still in use. Like, I hope they, uh, except for, you know, Black, who doesn't believe in using the triggers, of course. <laughs> um, but, like... I, uh, I commented on Fino's uh, video the other day talking about the Pro, the pro Tour stuff. He was he was pretty upset. And why? I can't, because of all the changes to the Pro Tour stuff. I just left a comment that was like, hey, man, like, love hearing the that side, this perspective of the game, because I'm not from that. He watches the channel, so he may hear heard that. Um, anyway, continue. So, I mean, like, I, you know, I hope they tone down the power creep, and I hope this is the design that they're going to do that. Um, I don't know. Like, I think that's cool. I think that's good. Um, I have a couple of broader issues with the statement that we'll get into at the very end, I think. I think that makes, okay. more, that makes more sense for me. I want to make, I want to make one point. Um, you've made and, a lot in your tirade. Continue. And, and that is that this product does not include any, co- any, um, reprints of, legendaries from anything other than wtr in arc and probably probably not crew i doubt cheyenne is in this is she no she's not good hopefully not um but the most expensive legendaries on the market right now for unlimited are not the ones that are in here grasp is really the only one phantasmal footsteps not going to be in this no idea if grasp is in there or not well grasp could be in there right I'm, what I'm saying is like the most expensive legendaries, Phantasmal Footsteps, not in there. Rampart, oh, not I in there. Carrion Husk, not in there. Valiant Dynamo, not in there. Vestige of Soul, not in there. The next, the first one, those are all above. Tunic is one of them. Is it's high. Skull cap is high. Other than that, like the the legendaries that are preventing people from getting into this game are not in this product. This is like you this, really dislike this product I, I listen i watched a rudy video today yesterday from two years ago and he's talking about oh my gosh sh- shut up he's talking about shut up your eyes <laughs> close your eyes <laughs> rudy's talking about how new games fail and he's talking about new games fail when they print a set that doesn't move and it sits on shelves and that prevents a store from ordering the next set and so if you are a store, I think, I think if, that is very apt. Continue. I'll go over that in a second. If you are a store and you're if you think that this is going to be a good product and this is going to help people get involved in the game and you buy 10 cases of this and you spend I don't know how much I don't know how many are even in a case, but let's say you spend seven the say I don't know if they even said let's say you spend seven grand on this product to put it in your store. And you sell fifty percent of it, you like, and then the rest of it just sits there. You're not going to order the next product. You're gonna, you're not going to order as much of the next product. Like this is the type of stuff that I think like is risky. If they didn't, if they increase the pull rates, then maybe it's okay. But as a whole, for the U.S. market, I think this is a, I think this is a big miss. I honestly think this is, a, this is going to be I, an ugly, ugly, ugly miss. Um. I largely agree with you, probably not to the same extent. Uh, I largely agree that I like, listen, like, like, 
I'll tell you guys what I ordered. I ordered 48 boxes. And the guy told me. Oh, God. That's nothing. What? Like, <laughs> like, to put it in, like, I got more than 10 times that of Everfest. Yeah. I've sold more than 10 times of that of Everfest. Right. I, I hear a kid. Um, Sorry, my wife's son. Okay, good. Um, I just, like, I don't. I'm worried about this product. I don't think it's going to sell very well at my store. Um, I agree with you that it's for overseas, but this one's not overseas, and that doesn't make any sense. I I, I don't know. Like, I, I tend to agree with what you're saying. Uh, listen, I love – I'm not saying that we don't need reprints. Everyone's, like, calling out collectors for saying that this is this – is, I agree we need more cards in the hands of players at cheaper prices. We have said that on the podcast. I wholeheartedly believe that this, unless they really, really increase the – the okay. cards this is not the answer it's not can you hold on to that thought because i want to talk about it at the end because i have I, that's i have i have the, two things i want to discuss at the end of this that I this like. seems like a great way to never mind all right go ahead boo boo what's next next topic let's 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 get let's roll let's roll what else you got all right beautiful have 2.0 living legend go go ahead go ahead i heard this yesterday go ahead go ahead go okay, wait, wait, no, no, no. before we get there i want to positive casual formats and pve baby we're getting pve it's gonna be the best it's gonna be so good i love that they are making literally literally could not care less about pve but shout out for commoner love commoner commoner is commoner's goat uh commoner yeah i love the inclusion of rare heroes i think that's awesome i like that I don't like the two rares, but that's fine. Um, I, I, what, I don't what, have like a strong. There's no pricey opinion. rare. There's no rare. I that's don't care. Expensive. I've said this. Um, if you would watch my damn content, I don't, you I will never watch this. your videos. I, I will never watch your times. content. I want it to reduce the card pool to make the format different. Commoner should be a different format. It should feel different. If you add all the rares, you've opened up the card pool. If you want specific rares in the game for commoner, you just downshift them into the commoner pool. Now there's all this other stuff you have to do to make the, the format unique. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, it's their decision. I assume because they are a game company, they have play tested it and decided that this is the best way that their format should be done. And I will blindly trust their play testing and we will have a great format. So uh, I just think that if you, um, if you filming for 46 minutes in case that become, in case that no, comes I'm up later, I'm blindly testing their play testing. So if you, um, no, what do you want me to do? Like what? I have no control over this. So uh, I think like if you need to, to ban things for rare to make the format interesting then you're going to have to add to bans rather than adding things by downshifting commons but it is what it is i do like the rare um heroes included it allows you to use mandible claws as a rare which is kind of cool the weapons um yeah anyway i like commoner pve stoked for it's going to be their main what do they say um their main casual format uh yeah their main casual formats uh i really hope you're right and i'm wrong on this Oh, I'm I will say so. This is I the, have, I have the, no, I have, no. I don't know if it's just my bias. I have no interest in PVE, but like, I don't think my store does either. But we'll find out. You've probably never played Dungeons and Dragons. I have. First of all, no. And second of like all, the there's time, like you seem like the, you seem like the type of person who thinks that's a waste of time. Yeah, those people are the worst. Um, <laughs> this is great. This is a, that's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great product. I wish. Um, Here's here's one thing I will say about this part of the article. Saying that we think that casual formats need more support and then basically just launching commoner as an official format with without like really giving us specifics, 
I think is a little like I would have liked to see like a little bit more um, about PVE, a little like a test, you know, like a hey, this is what it looks like, something to excite the casual because we're not going to see PVE for like eight months. So like, if you wanted to jumpstart some excitement in the casual format now, I think you could have done something a little bit more in that section, but still like it. All right, now things I don't like. Back to those. Oh, we're not going to talk about the ELO stuff because. I can't. I can't think of two more people who are less uh, less qualified to talk about ELO scores or LOs, whatever. There, I can't. I don't even know what it's pronounced. Um, all right, <sighs> deep breath, Luke. <laughs> you're you're going today, son. I like this. This is great. That's like a day off for me. It's weapons, like a vacation day. Weapons are now retroactively applied <laughs> to heroes. So that when they living legend, the weapon also gets banned. But wait, it's okay that we're changing all that because there's now a format for living legend heroes that you can play in like, I don't know, it's like three years when we have more than a couple of heroes in living legend. I hate this. <laughs> well, you've hidden that very well. I don't hide things. I have nothing to lose. I have nothing to lose. Nothing. This is all I have, and it's nothing. This is my opinion, and I I value their the reason. Like the, in their um in their game, what what they say is uh, where's the uh, rules and policy? Their rule and policy, their entire thing says the purpose of this is to allow. That's tournament rules and policy. Hold on, reprint policy. Uh, where is it? Card legality to support long-term utility of card ownership that goes against everything that's in this, in this part of the article, it goes against it. Like we're going to make cards not legal anymore because a, a hero that uses them got banned. That's not what they said in their card and legality policy. And this is the stuff that I hate as a collector. I understand that as a player, and this is the argument, as a player, it sucks to have a format that's dominated by Luminaris and it's an oppressive card and whatever. Okay, then don't then put ban, it in the freaking game. Then ban game. that card. Like, that's don't, what I don't like about it. Then ban that card. Don't nerf print that the card. card. Don't yeah. print the card. Don't print it. Like, don't, like, like, uh, man, like, I and listen, like I, I have a small, I have, I think I have four Luminaris cold foils. Oh no, I'm out eight hundred bucks when this happens. Okay, wait, so, are Luminaris is two hundred dollars? Like two fifty, yeah. So when they drop down to the price of a, I will, I will dust see you coin, all on on the marketplace in a few minutes. Here, continue, Louis. <laughs> when they drop down to really? the price of a dusk blade, yeah. Like this is what I, I. I, I lose out on a thousand bucks. That's fine. It, the, that's not what this is about. This is about the confidence in the collector's market for people wanting cold foils and to collect those things to have. And people are like, well, if you want it forever, then it's not going to matter. Yeah. But like you like, like then I just won't buy them now. I'll wait till they living legend and I'll buy them when it's dust played. Like I'll sell out all my cold foil weapons right now. And I'll just buy them when their hero goes living legend. It just makes no sense. Um, there's no, like it makes no sense i don't know like when briar goes out and rosetta thorn goes away they will never let briar become living legend ever 
they will just constantly nerf her because they're not ready for me. Or okay, how about how about all you fans of playing Dorinthia and uh Dorinthia Sabres and Blitz and you really like that deck on that format, and then Cassi gets Living Legend and now you can't play Centauri you can't play Centauri Sabres. Like, I don't know, man. This just feels this is it just feels feels bad to me. If you wanted to make if you wanted a vintage format, if you wanted to make this a format that changes wait 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 i know there's this new push for vintage i don't know where this came from we're doing a vintage we're doing this did you know this no we're gonna do a um a uh a crucible and before tournament like a big one like huge prize support we're gonna do it's only wtr arc and crucible cards nothing else is legal crew meta and we're going to do a whole thing. We're going to call it uh, vintage. <laughs> it's vintage, baby. Why are you looking at me like that? Wait, if, does it make it old? Does it make it better if plunder runs still legal? But uh, drone of brutality is not. <laughs> Wait, I guess it's true. I like the game's been out for two bases, you know, for three years, less than. Yeah, I know. I just like, I don't like this seems like an add on that was completely unnecessary I- to me. It seems, I, I, it, it seems completely I irrelevant. I largely agree. I'll be honest. I don't care. Uh, this is not something. This, this really stuck in your craw. I don't care about this. Yeah, I don't like change. I don't like change. I know. Collect- I know. Like this is to me. I don't. I don't know. I just don't like. I don't like changing okay. the collectible side of the game. So Louis has gone on a couple tirades now. Now it's my turn. I think. <laughs> okay. Fine. Fair. There were two things that I think I was looking for in this release that were not there. And I'll be candid. I think these are the two most important things. Yep. I agree. And this is where I like, I slept. I, you know, I went to bed and I was like, you know, like people were, I think people are generally positive about this 2.0. I think that's fair. Mm -hmm. I'm very anxious. And let me explain to you why. Now, uh, this could all be fixed and then just not announce it. That can be true. And I hope that is true. But there's two major changes I was looking for that were not announced. First and foremost, I was hoping there was going to be some mea culpa and in a way to address the kind of direct partnership and distribution issues that they have had. Yep, I agree. Instead, they announced it on Channel Fireball's birthday and thank him and thank their direct partners in the first two paragraphs. Right. Yeah, they think you're LGSs too. Yes, true. <laughs> uh, I, I like no change matters at yeah. all if they're gonna force Channel Fireball to take an enormous amount of boxes, more boxes than Channel Fireball can reasonably sell. Then Channel Fireball has to continuously dump. Because that's why your boxes are worthless. Yeah. Because Channel Fireball now has Everfest today for $80 map. Map. Lowest price I'm allowed to charge. Lowest price Dr. Louis is allowed to charge. But that's not all. Ron Popeil. Ron Popeil's still alive, right? I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. Nobody knows who that is. You were dead wrong about the rocket surgery thing, might I add. I know. I was. Yeah. Put in the comments section below if you know who Ron Popeil is. I like that little uh, the pasta maker he had. But wait, there's more. You also get a fifteen. Oh, is that the guy that, that does the um the infomercials? Yeah, I know Ron. 
I know Ron. I'm on a first name basis with Ron. Uh, so me and Ron, but wait, there's more. You also get a $15 piano fireball card shop live gift certificate. So you're really paying 65 bucks for the box. Yeah. Josh which disagrees is with not, you. Cause... I heard that. I heard him. Josh, get better. All right. You could not be worse at this than Louie. That's impressive. It's all right. At least Josh had an opinion on it. I had an opinion on it too. Yeah. Um, I, I've noticed. That that hold on, sexy. I'm not done yet. So that is single digit single digits more than I pay for my boxes. Yeah. And mid single digits more than I pay for my boxes. Yep. yep. If that problem isn't fixed. And that is shipped. That is shipped. Yep. I, I literally cannot sell it for that and make a nickel. I will yep. lose money every box. And, I sell. and if you do, you will be banned from LSS for receiving product for two months. If they don't fix that problem, n- the 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 improvements to the boxes won't matter. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to see a flesh and blood box not open up at map in a while. Yes, my gut. The other thing I was looking for, and somebody said they said this. I don't think they said it clear enough if they did say it, was I wanted to see a renewed commitment to play test. Yeah. This was the, these these were the first these were the number one and two things on my list for what I want to see in Fab no number yeah. two and three after a change to the box in Fab 2.0. I like the last three sets have had broken heroes. This is objective by their own account, except for Bravo, Starvo, which I think is like wink wink, it's not, you know, I you know, it's not broken, but uh, man, I hope it hits Living Legend before Pro Tour, uh, which yeah. it might not now that he didn't win the last uh, event, but we'll see. Um, the last event it, was Skirmish. Oh, that's know. right. Skirmish. Um, Gosh, not Skirmish. Sure, it was Blitz. Sure. It was Blitz. Yeah, I that's, like I can't get those two I know. things. I know. Yeah. You're not bright. I was about to call oh. you a terrible content creator, and I don't even know that go. before that. Um, <laughs> I, that's right. It was Blitz. I'm talking about that. Sorry, everybody. I... This needs to be fixed. Yeah. Playtesting. They can't keep producing broken boxes, having Channel Fireball dump them, and it work. Yeah. These changes, I think, are largely good. There's some tweaks I'd make. I think that there's some issues that I, you know, that like little, they're disagreements. They're not problems. They're things I don't agree with and some things I do agree with, but they're not like objective problems. I wouldn't yep, say. I agree. That's how, yeah, that's how I feel about the, the living legend thing, but like play testing and dumping are problems. Mm-hmm. And those are things that aren't addressed in this in a way that I felt good about. Those are, also, the things that affect the local game store the most. Yeah, of course. Like, out of everything that affects the local game store, that affects the local game store the most. Because if you don't play tests and you have another, if we have another meta that is not fun to play with, like this past one, the hemorrhaging of players will be. I, I don't want to use, well, like, like, I know already many, already I, I know many people who don't play anymore. In the, they're like, I'm not playing until Star Wars gone. I know. There's no I lost, point. I mean, like, I'll you be honest, Brennan, I've lost some players. Uh, Arsenal Pass said this, that yeah. the biggest issue that this abandoned restrictive announcement had is on the casual player who plays at the Armory event because they don't want to play for another month now. 
because it's no. going to be all Bravo. And so, like, yeah, this I is guess- what this that those two things, the partner stores that are completely making it unable for LGSs to sell boxes, and then the play testing. And honestly, these are USA issues. This, these are those are inherently USA issues because we don't see the Bravo meta happening as far as as big of numbers overseas, and we don't have competition with Channel Fireball overseas. These this is a re, result of not having a USA liaison, a USA person experiencing and understanding things going on in the USA. Um, I agree with that. Listen, like. I I think these changes are fine, but I will admit I woke up and thought, what really changed? Eh, um, the boxes are better. Boxes are maybe better. Like, let's go back to this for a second. They are providing a solution. Oh, they're that's pro- a win. They, they are they are attempting a solution. Yep. That's here a win. has been my here has been my issue. This has been our issue, mainly mine. Boxes are too cheap, and staples are too expensive. Yeah. I don't know if that will be fixed with this. It certainly won't be fixed with, with the white borders. I know. I know, Boo Boo. You hate the white borders. I'll make you a shirt. I don't hate the white, hate borders. white borders. No, I don't hate the white borders. I hate the box. I hate the box. That should be a... No way. I digress. Yeah. I mean, like... I... Like... Uh, what I hope... What I hope... Is that like they're too busy renegotiating with Channel Fireball right now to put it down, and they're just in the negotiation phase? That's God, what I hope. If they aren't if they aren't moving to Star City Games, they are com- like they have Louis. missed the point. They have missed the entire U.S. market point. I don't know if Channel Fireball is trying to destroy the local game store so that Channel Fireball can have a monopoly in the United States. They're not their marketplace. Their marketplace. They launch a marketplace with a three percent fee for selling, which is amazing. It was super great, and then they undercut every single box and every single product with Card Shop Live every single day. You listed something on their marketplace, and the next day they automatically undercut as Card Shop Live, and then they jacked the fee up to eleven percent or something like that. It's like a complete farce. And then they advertise it as like a for the LGS thing, while their Card Shop Live undercuts their own effing marketplace. Like, like, come on! Like, this is you can't write a better stand-up skit. Like if you wrote a stand-up skit with like a horrible, like this is it's that's yeah the number one stand-up skits in the world are about TCGs for the record everyone very relatable to everybody. This is a lucky lady. <laughs> anyway, like it's like they're trying to have a monopoly on the U.S. market, and Flesh and Blood was supposed to solve the LGS issue, and instead yeah. they're partnering with the person who's trying to kill the, yeah, the LGS. Yeah, like, listen, again, like, I'm not saying this stuff won't be fixed by LSS. It might be. It might be being fixed right now. I don't know. I hope so. I, I do, too. I would have liked to have heard that they recognized that there was a problem with that. Yeah. Seems like Star and City that Games goes would to be the a thing much better the, partner. That seemed, what's it again? Star City Games would be a much yeah, better I, partner. I, this is, goes back to where I said in the beginning, when... When Mike saw Channel Fireball playing games with his boxes, he put it right in his Discord. I don't like what I'm seeing. I will remember this next time we go up for contract negotiations. Yeah. I was looking for a statement like that in this, and I didn't see it. 
Yeah. Just being honest. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Let's uh let's switch on. gears. Let's switch gears. Okay. Not only, not only am I the only person in the world to like white borders, I am also the only one to you're, not go gaga over sorcery. You're gonna be so wrong on I, I know. Let me be very clear here. I like I am you're not equally alone. I am equally alone in this. No, there's one like dodo bird in your comment section being like, I'm going to scientifically prove that these aren't hand drawn. And I'm like, I don't, that, All right. I, that that's not my issue with it. We're talking about, that, talking about, I don't care if they're not hand drawn. Talking about sorcery now, everyone. So, all right, Dr. Louie, you and your infinite TCG LGS wisdom. I know your store is booming and does amazingly well uh, compared to my lowly store okay. um so, so tell me what am i missing i'm not let me, let me start off this i'm not negative on sorcery i'm like agnostic on sorcery i like it what am i missing you are missing you are you are entrenched in the flesh and blood attitude of like tcgs are for the local game store and you like this is not a product that i would say is going to save the local game store and is going to be a massive, you know, addition to the local game store. I think that sorcery is a phenomenal transitional game between board games and TCGs. And I will that, say it was fun. The game I played. That is a massive, massive market. That is not, not tapped at all. I um, I played a lot of board games with a lot of different people. Um, and anybody I ever tried to get to play Magic from that world who had never played a TCG, they couldn't do it. They just, they didn't like it. They didn't like that there wasn't a, you know, tactical side, a board game side of it. And I think that this is a, um, a transitional product that if you have a board game scene like or if you have a group that you play board games with this is a perfect product to be like hey you guys want to try this new game called sorcery and then you can transition it into a, hey this is also a tcg that you can open up boxes and whatever um so i think there's a really good market for this now i will say they're not going to be doing a whole lot of tournament tournament organized play stuff so i think for an lgs this is a this is a um grassroots you've got to create your own community if you want it to work at an lgs level I, um my question is not uh should an lgs carry it i, do, I don't really care like i don't this is not that like you're saying that, that's not that's not what this product is for there's only one release a year here's my question like what okay i, I want to address oh, that because that's uh, well, every that's everyone's negative that's not a negative it's a fact that's ever I know, but everyone uses that to say there's no way a, a TCG can survive at one release a year. I would I would not hold on to that as tightly, honestly. Like they made way more money on this Kickstarter than they anticipated. And things like that can change when you have more money. So if if they decide to change their business model and say, hey, actually we are going to do more sets a year. That can always happen. I don't. That's not my point. I don't care about that. That's fine. Okay. Also, it's like 400 cards in the set. That's a lot of cards in the set. Continue. Not as many as White Border. Um, <laughs> Which is three sets. No, it's not. It's a new set. Okay, continue. I... Who is going to play this game that has going to play Genesis? 
uh, this is different than Genesis. Genesis okay. is trying to do the LGS thing. Like, so the difference is that this the, is that this place this this company hits the LGS. No, <laughs> listen, like this is not selling it. Marketing is different. The marketing is is vastly different. Uh, Sorcery is a game that I think uh, you play with your family. You play it with your wife. You play it with a, a board game group. I think I think uh, Genesis is trying to do more of a competitive TCG element. They're going to have That's a, cool. they're going to have you know they've got a fifty thousand dollar tournament coming up in uh, in um, Columbus. Do you know, remember when that is? I don't remember exactly when it is. It's coming up in the next couple months. Uh, they've got all that. They've got tournament kits. They've got organized play ladders. They've got all the things that TCGs do to be competitive. Sorcery is a casual game at its core that will have potentially some competitive sides of things. I think that you may see some like, um, like uh, LGS created sorcery things. If they, if somebody wants to do that, like you might see an LGS who really likes sorcery put on like a competitive tournament or something like that, but it's not going to be hosted by sorcery themselves. And that's a huge difference. I think the casual player will gravitate towards a game like, sorcery that is um you know less of a really it's like more of a board game-esque thing uh whereas i see genesis as a tcg i think that the products just because they're both um like tactical yeah tactical grid base doesn't mean that they're the same product at all i mean i think that's fair but i also think that like i think it's equally fair to say that that means there will be some overlap right there's not that many grid-based games like that's a pretty natural comparison i would say the gameplay is also pretty pretty significantly different. That's fair. Like significantly different. That's fair. Um, so like, so like, why does this excite you? Let me ask you that. Like, what about like you? You're like you like you're all in on the you're all in on the uh, sorcery. Hype to train. be fair, I'm pretty much all in on any card game. <laughs> like, let's not dip around the truth. I like out the legions. I am a I am a big fan of card games that provide unique collectible experiences and unique gameplay experiences. I would say I would. What about this one excites you for sorcery? The artwork is phenomenal. So uh, maybe very clear here. Amazing artwork. I think like the artwork and collectability that are in sorcery as a, as a game is absolutely phenomenal. It, It is flesh and blood level, like alpha level collectability in my mind. Um, would that change if I could scientifically prove that they weren't hand drawn? You can't do that because they were hand drawn. But sure, you and the guy in the comment section can just have a my field, favorite field day. Um, but like, I think like the 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 collectability side. Of, I mean, the boxes, the print run. Some people have done the math. It's like I think it's like less than twenty thousand boxes. Like that's again like I, al- I alpha level I'm not, I'm not arguing if it's attendee time or not i think it i might don't be care about attendees. listen i'm not i'm not talking about the attendees i'm talking about collectability like having like a fun rare thing to collect like right. um i, I think so that's what we're gonna do boys set, and girls set collecting is great for it and then it's a fun game to play around the table i will say the biggest loss to tactical gameplay this is the biggest issue with a tactical card game is that you yep. can't just grab a deck put it in your backpack and play with your friend at the airport or play with your friend at the, you know, at, um, you know, when I was in high school, we would play at the YMCA or, you know, like, it's just not like a, you can't just like, (laughs) you can't just like throw 
you have to have a grid. You have to have the the board thing, and you don't have to, but in order to actually play, you do I agree. I agree. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do, boys and girls. We got we got we got to get to the zoo because you got to go do other nonsense, and I want to talk about the zoo because that's pretty yeah. much what I always want to talk about. Um, I'm gonna do some more research on sorcery. Luis can do some more research on sorcery. We're gonna start a segment called grid is great god no we're gonna work on that for sure on the grid is great segment we're gonna alternate between sorcery and genesis yeah i like that because we love us some genesis and louis loves him some sorcery and i'm trying to understand i do not i trillion dollars before i played sorcery i thought that sorcery and genesis were going to compete i no longer think that i think that source like i will admit I will admit that I think sor- sorcery was much better than I, and I, said, I said this several times now publicly. Sorcery was, was much better than I expected in terms of gameplay. Yeah. Um, it was very good. It was very fun. Um, I I get that. That I'm in. I don't know. Like I just I don't know. I don't know why it's not like um I don't know. You, because from an LGS standpoint, it's rough. It's it, it needs some work. If they want to be a game that's in a bunch of LGSs, they need to do some work on that side of it. But I I don't read that as the advertisement. I like I agree. That, with that. Fab, that was their thing. That's what they claimed. That's what they said. That's why the Channel Fireball thing makes me so mad. They said that they were a game for the LGS. They are not saying that. They're saying that they are a casual game. I would if I were making decisions for sorcery i would just be direct to consumer oh they will they should be if they're not like i would just be there i mean they're gonna go through distribution i would just go direct to consumer like that's how what what distributor picked them up do you know oh they've had he told me they've had like almost all the distributors reach out oh i'm sure like every distribution remember my joke like in the fourth episode about how i can get sasso to take any card game i want as long as i get (laughs) an exclusive promo yeah that's the same thing with distributors if if i were sorcery i would go direct to consumer and absolutely give lgs's some sort of bonus like they did with the kickstarter yeah absolutely like that's the way that i would i would go with it anyway um yeah all right let's move on to it is great coming every week do 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 meta zoo magic is real that song is on repeat in my house my my daughter wakes up and says, "Play the Metazoo song, Daddy. Play the Metazoo song." She loves it. She walks around the house going, "Power is real." It's awesome. It's been in my head for three weeks. I can't get it out. How's that going for you? It's great. I love it. I love it. Dude, dude, uh, Meta. I, I've never listened to the Nightfall or the Wilderness theme song. That's the only one I I know. It's the Wilderness, pretty good. Yeah. All right. Continue. All right, a few about? things. We never, you never told me what we're talking about in MetaZoo. This is, I'm learning with the listener. A few things to talk about. Thing one, MagiaCast sold out. <laughs> yes, it did. Sold out instantly. I didn't get any boxes. I also got no boxes because I was in the middle of doing a release event for my store. I got hooked up. I got hooked up uh, from two people. Shout out to, yeah. Shout out Minman. Shout out Andrew hooking me up, baby. Andrew Ice Nine, of course. Pays to have friends. He got me the shirt. There you go. We got you that shirt. Thank you, Andrew. Um, you clothe me. Um, <laughs> I, um, I like that product a lot. I think that's a really cool product. Fantastic. Have you opened your boxes yet or no? I've not. Are you opening them or you can keep them sealed? I'm gonna open some. 
So here is what I am I, like knee deep in, knee deep in content. I made five videos yesterday. <laughs> I know. Like I, I'm not I'm not getting into it. I'm not I don't getting have into it. Time again. to open Magic Castle. I'm not right getting now. into it again. Uh like your videos need to simmer down. That's all right. I'm uh I'm I'm for, 45,000 views away from being the number one viewed flesh and blood content creator. <laughs> Who's ahead of you? Uh, I'm not going to talk about, it, but I'm working hard on getting the views in. Is it? I'm not going to talk about it. Continue. That's like my goal right now. I have, I have goals. All right. I want you all to like and share this podcast. If this thing gets to 50,000 views, we can overtake Louis mystery nemesis <laughs> that's not a nemesis it's the just person a... he hates more than anybody in the world he told me off chat that's not true i never said that that's i don't not... know who it is but not yeah i'm just lying um so magic has sold out instantly basically and there's a lot of them like I, listen like it shows that once again the demand for metazoo is like very real yeah like the demand for metazoo is like stout and the demand and on top of demand, the market, because as soon as it sold out, the boxes jumped up. And mind you, this is not a product that's required. This is 100% a collector's product, right? Like yeah. this is a, a collectible. And I love that. There's been no complaints about it because of that. It's not required for the game. It's a no. funny April it, it, meta poo. Shout out to Ken meta poo was in the, uh, in the product notes of it. Like, I love it. Like, this is a funny, entertaining product that and, I didn't get because I was on driving on my way to my birthday. And this, nobody can talk your birthday. And this is another reason why goat is goat. Yeah. When somebody called it Metapoo, he didn't send them nasty emails. He didn't say, I don't like you and you're so mean. He was like, he took it as a joke and he embraced it and he used it for his advantage. Cause he's an adult who runs a multi-million dollar business. <laughs> and that's and like, um, let me give another shout out to Rudy. When I called him, when I said that was an a-hole move last week, you know what he didn't do? Yeah. Send me a nasty email saying, Oh George, I thought we were buddies. Why yeah. are you so mean to me? Yeah. Cause guess what? Rudy is also an adult who yeah. also runs a multi-million dollar business. Right. Uh, yeah. And no. this is why goat is goat because like he doesn't, he is always company first. Always. Yeah. And it's funny. Like, I teach the book um, Good to Great in my class. Great book. A little outdated. But that's all right. So am I. Can you send me one of those? I need, I need somebody to send me I know you books. need a lot of reading. I, know, I will send you some reading materials because God knows you need it. First book, How to Read. <laughs> Second book, Good to Great. <laughs> um, <laughs> a book called How to Read. If that hasn't been created, it's a I'm gonna make it right now. How to read? Do it. <laughs> I gotta look on Amazon. <laughs> we are sponsored by the book How to Read. Um, I don't even know. What to, oh. And one of the things that the book says is personal humility with company-driven focus. You can make fun of Goat, and he doesn't hate you. It's a book. It's called is it really? A, it's called How to Read a Book. It's a bestseller. <laughs> okay. Continue. Um, uh, all right. Magic Cats. Great. I agree. One, can I have one great? 
Yeah, I guess you can completely change the point I was making. Continue. Okay, finish your point. Mike is always company first. He doesn't take the stuff personally. He doesn't whine. He looks at the he looks at the situation and goes, how can Metazu succeed in this environment? Yep. That is like, and that is something I think all car games um should embrace. Like Assad does a good job of this too, frankly. If you critique Assad, he like it's like, oh, how do I incorporate that feedback into my next product? Yeah. Um, and this is what Mike does. Like he's always company driven, always company first. He really cares about the future of MetaZoo, not his ego. And that's like that's a big benefit for Mike, I think. Yeah. Um, I agree, hundred percent. Uh, with Magicast, the only thing I didn't really like um, is that it came out on release weekend for I Wilderness. How to read but... is a book that makes me happy. <laughs> I wish that the Magicast came out like uh, like two weeks. And I think what happened it was this April is... Fool's thing. Well, and yeah, and what happened is the Wilderness release got pushed back two weeks, yeah. and it, he wanted to be an April Fool's thing. So, like, I get it, and it's fine. Uh, it's a good April Fool's thing. So it, I think I would have probably made the same decision if I were him. Uh, but as a LGS who was trying to sell wilderness, like it, it kind of took away some of the um, allure of, Hey, the new sets releasing. So I would have liked to see it on a different day, but I also understand the April Fool's stuff. And also it was like a limited print run. So there's like yeah. two sides to it as well. But um, yeah, also, I had two pre-release events this week too. People loved it. Also, so, Pre-release decks are super fun to play. Okay, sorry. I wanted to talk about gameplay to help encourage people to play the game because that's all we hear is that nobody plays the game. But I had eight people in for pre-release twice this week. But also... Your favorite topic. Profile picture NFTs are coming. Oh, we're talking about NFTs? We're doing it? So, Let's okay, if you uh, if you hate NFTs, if you if you if you hate, hate NFTs, this has been made as you be with you. Remember <laughs> to be kind to those around you and also with you. Continue, Louie. Uh, so, yeah, the NFT thing. It's awesome. Uh, prof- they look sweet. The- they look awesome. They look awesome. I, I think they look dope. They're, I think they're like he's trying to be one of the very few or the first. Maybe I, I don't I think it's hard to like figure out that stat. But that's like all hand drawn with random yeah, traits. Like super cool. Um, and I know like people hate NFTs, but I think uh, if you like NFTs, this is a really exciting thing for those of you who like it. I don't know. And if you I don't, don't like NFTs, if you don't like NFTs, you can just move on. And it does it doesn't have anything to do with the gameplay or the collectible card side of it. And it's not stopping you from buying the product or buying the cards it's not taking anything away from you it's just something that some people enjoy and it's another market for metazoo and metazoo is trying to be in literally every market i wouldn't be surprised if mike has a book coming out that's called how to read a metazoo book for kids and it's i would be called a metazoo story the story of the goat and if you like the goat the goat just goes around queues up every other card game if you hate kids, you don't need to buy that book. Um, but also, awesome. if you hate NFTs, you also wow. need to buy the NFTs. You don't have to like hate MetaZoo because they do NFTs. It doesn't prevent you. Is that a from thing? People hate kids. I assume so. Well, I, that I that I know is true. <laughs> uh, but like that, I can vouch for. Uh, but like, do people hate MetaZoo because if they do NFTs? 
yeah like people are all about like uh grand archive they had the the kickstarter and they had nfts in the packs and now they okay. got rid of the nfts after the kickstarter because they said that people wouldn't work with them because they have nfts in their product really yeah nfts Why? are very divisive i lose patrons every time we talk about nfts so you're welcome bye, bye guys thank you for supporting the channel i'm sorry you don't like nfts um anyway um <laughs> It's fine. I like it. It's one of those, um, like NFTs are one of those technologies that is trying to be disruptive. Like it's trying to change the way things are done. And it's not apparent to everyone how that will actually be an effect. Like, um, the blockchain, a lot of people say, well, can't you just have like regular, you know, computer code that's not the blockchain? I don't think people fully understand the long term use of the blockchain. I at least and, want to talk about how awesome the MetaZoo NFTs were. Oh, sorry. sorry. That's really all I cared about okay. during this topic. Okay. I just want to make sure that was very clear. To they everybody. are awesome. They look really cool. Uh, they're going to be, think... each one's going to be different. Like, it's going to be kind of like a more traditional NFT drop than we've seen before from MetaZoo. Do we know the number? He said he said thousands of variations. That's all we know. Yeah. So I would guess either five or ten thousand. Uh this is amazing. Yeah. I want one in a bad way. Yeah, you're gonna put it next to your board eight. I don't want I don't have one, you know that. I don't know why you hate me so much. <laughs> you I want one so bad. One. You would be way up if you took my advice. I know. I you want you to know how much advice. it kills me. You went with your wife's advice instead of your friends. That was a mistake. That was a mistake. Like, what are you doing? like, like a six, like a meat, like a six-figure mistake with the first digit not being one mistake. Yeah, uh, I love that. You, like, of the one thing you take advice from your wife instead of me is that one, and you lost. That's that. actually That's true. Like, That's actually true. <laughs> uh, I'm stoked about this. I think it's going to bring some um, excitement to. I think it's going like, to a lot of excitement. It's going to bring people in the NFT crowd to to start seeing those profile pictures, to start yep. seeing it. This is a, when people complain about this, they are losing sight that this is a marketing strategy. Yeah. That like, this is a, um, you know, like Twitter is going to have verifiable NFT uh, profile pictures where you have to log in with your blockchain, prove ownership of this in order to make that your profile picture. Yeah, you can right click, save it, and you know put it as your profile picture. And you that's can do fine. That. And like, that's even right here, I couldn't care less if you do that. I hope you right. do. If you're supporting the zoo, baby, I support you. Yeah. It rhymes. It's true. Continue. But the, the point is for the marketplace, for the thousands of people who are involved in nfts this is a marketing ploy a ma marketing strategy moving into that world already we have the uh, nfts with utility that uh, allow you to get access to special products like the nft boxes it's not removing pro it's not like a gate to get any product like you don't need a metazoo nft in order to get a booster box of wilderness to play the game no. you need a metazoo nft to get one with a little sticker on it that that has value for whatever reason because the market reason says I don't, that understand, I don't understand it. I have 12 of them, but I don't get it. That's all right. I don't, I don't get sell, it. I don't, I don't sell like, anything. So and it like, here's make the trick. It's like I don't get why I would want a MetaZoo NFT box. So guess what? I don't have one. And guess what? I don't go on here and be like, oh God, they made a product that's not for me. Yeah. What jerks? Uh like if you don't like the product, don't buy the product. This is marketing of like you're, you're seeing big companies coming out and doing like NFT yeah. marketing and stuff like that. So this is another form of marketing yep. that you, you don't need to be upset about that. You can simply enjoy the idea that more people are going to be excited about MetaZoo as a result of this. Um, I'm so, hyped. Stoked. Absolutely stoked. I need you to teach me 
how to add a profile picture to Discord when no, I get I'm mine. I'm not no. doing that. <laughs> uh oh. I like, I like your. I think it's such a basic thing. It's like not even that complicated. Uh oh. Like I have a problem. Months. Mike, if you're listening, I'll be in Dallas. If you release them before then, will you do it from my phone? That'd be sweet. Um, yeah, like I'm absolutely all for it. I love that they are hand drawn. I love that the artwork looks really cool about it. Looks great. Um, I think it's I'm all really in on these. I like yeah. these a lot. I'll be buying these. I'll be buying yeah. these. I think I, if I'm not mistaken, I think I get some for being a coin holder. You get one per so, coin. I, I, I remember I'm locked out of the NFT section of the Discord because of that's the, because uh, you right click saved the pictures and don't actually have the NFTs that, that is the, not verifiable. Like on the, the global collab land thing is broken, so there's like nothing that they can do. But um, yes, yeah, it it sucks. But I so I can't actually look at the details of it. But uh, my understanding, I think coin owners get one, so that's pretty. Oh, cool. awesome! I'll get some. I'll get some for free then. All right, you have to go. I know that look. Yes. I know that look. I know. All right, that look. everyone. Thanks all right, everybody. <laughs> no, that's it anyway, right? That's all we need that's, to talk about. No, Was there something I, else? I guess so. Nope, there's nothing else. All right, everyone. Thank you for being here, George. Thank you for your time and your candor. wisdom and, and free books and baldness and, my, and your uh, book. Everyone, go buy the book. How to read a book. <laughs> the end of the book <laughs> called How to Read a Book. How is that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Remember to be oh kind. Oh my god, to we gotta make an NFT in the book. <laughs> Remember to be kind to the people around you, and may the zoo be with you, and also with you, Louie. Have a good one, buddy.